0: No,
1: no, rock, bro, you to the Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pocky on this thing. This has been Joy, hey,
0: this is Gabby, Hi. this is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Q from Chopping Up with Q and the Critical Dub Networking. You are tuned in to the, the
1: flame Room two. Yeah, it's
0: official, man. now Here's your host, D buck Let's do it.
1: It's that time Ladies and gentlemen You are tuning in to The Flagrant 2 With The Big Homie D Murph Where I literally And I mean literally Always got something to say Verbally or even non-verbally Y'all ready? I know I'm ready Let's do it World Podcasters For my people in the Midwest I'm, I'm definitely excited Definitely, definitely past overdue I want to just introduce this person Like I said, Midwest Stand Up She is one of two of this dope podcast Who I've been rocking with Host, business person, entrepreneur Miss S. Dot from the Random Tandem Podcast What's up, sister? How you doing? (laughs)
0: I'm sitting here cheese, and I was like, "That's some introduction." Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's what's up. No, and, and 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 I want I want to give you, like I said, major props for your support, retweeting, reposting my shows, whether it's white night sports or the flagrant two.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and I don't take that lightly, so no, I definitely want to tell you thank you in front of in front of everybody.
0: You're welcome. Thank you for having me on.
1: Yes, this ma'am. Is good for me. Huh?
0: This is new for me. We've only been on like one other show, so it's still new. Oh,
1: okay. Shout out to Jacora. What up, sister? How you doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, she's. It's her birthday weekend, so she's in DC this weekend.
1: Oh, okay. I'm
0: jealous. But okay. yeah, so shout out to her.
1: Yeah, yeah. St. Patrick's Day weekend too.
0: Ooh. <laughs> yep. It's crazy here in Chicago already. So i'm trying to stay out of
1: it yeah i have uh i have something to do later on tonight and i'm a murphy so you know they kind of think i'm part iris so I- i'm gonna yeah. run with it for the weekend
0: you'll probably be out here okay i see you <laughs> <laughs> but i'm behaving
1: myself world listeners but anyway I- i'm <laughs> excited to have this guest on we've been playing cat and mouth like i said she's an entrepreneur she's she's on her grind of course y'all know the big homie usually doing his thing but uh yeah we we have a a dope show ahead for you guys so as yes
0: what
1: brought well first introduce yourself to the world so you living in chicago yeah just introduce yourself to the world first
0: yeah well living in chicago like i said um we record actually in milwaukee that's where i'm from born and raised in milwaukee so we record out of milwaukee we're a bi-weekly podcast and you've heard us we just talk shit. that's what yes we do. i love so we have, it <laughs> we have this thing like you know we when we wanted to start this podcast we didn't really have anything particular that we wanted to talk about our producer Duke, shout out to everyday media he actually suggested that we start a podcast just based on some of the conversations he's overheard us have and stuff like that so we didn't really have an agenda when we started it i know if people have heard our show before You know we try to incorporate like the wellness And self care aspect to it as well But a lot of times it's just us Talking shit so It's not really anything That people should take too serious When they listen to our show But that's about it
1: So and she said something interesting So she said oh they just like to talk shit Yeah I said shit world Because I like to say rant So if Mm -hmm. you checked out their show They like to rant and I want to rant Right now so S. Dot reached out to the big homie. And I, I kept missing her. I'm thinking, I hope she don't think I'm a flick. But I'm at work and I shouldn't even have my phone on. But again, y'all, you know, as in management, you know, they they give me special privileges. So I get to have my phone, but because I'm constantly moving and grooving, it's hard for me to, you know, pick up my phone. So while I was out doing my job, I'm walking and talking on the phone with S Dot to make sure one, we was on point for uh, recording and two, just want you to know that I wasn't trying to flick when you haven't heard from it. So that's <laughs> kind of my rant like, hey, I'm, I'm really trying to get back with you, but it's just because
0: of my work schedule. It's kind of like, yeah, you know. I think you gave me a little bit more credit because you reached out and I felt like I was dodging you because we started talking about this like back in October and I was like, <laughs> he's just. I was like he's probably thinking that we just so shady you know because we putting out content and i was like damn like i need to get back to i need to get back so i'll own half of that i won't put that all on you
1: well i appreciate that i appreciate (laughs) that and that's part of the next part black magic see that's two grown folk saying yo i'm gonna own up to whatever going on so shout out to us as black Hosts of dope podcasts which are both on iHeartRadio Which we will talk about a little bit later So that's our black That's my black magic So I'm taking the rant from their show For the segments as well as black magic And saying hey as black folks we gotta own up to it And no hard feelings
0: mm-hmm. I agree <laughs> <laughs> Good shit
1: Yeah buddy So did you think your you guys would be as successful As you are in the podcast game At this particular
0: point Oh You know what it's kind of hard to say Because obviously you know we're still A fairly small podcast But you know just as far as like Interacting with people on Twitter And Instagram and stuff like that it's crazy to me that we actually have a following, you know. Because like I said, when we started this, it was just us coming together, talking shit, seeing how it sounds, you know, hearing your voice back. Obviously, for the first couple of times, <laughs> yeah. probably like the biggest thing. So no, I, you know, I didn't really think it would be what it is right now. Like I said, we both kind of have ideas to what we want for our show, but right now we're just enjoying it for what it is, like trying to come up with content. Like I said, we're bi-weekly, so a lot of times, you know, especially when we speak on, like, current events or pop culture stuff, shit happens so fast. Yeah. You know, we could always talk about any different things, but, you know, just coming up with content that people like to hear, getting the feedback from, like, you and some of our other people that we talk to frequently on, like, Twitter and stuff. So, it's still a big shock, honestly, <laughs> because, you know, when we think about just like having conversations like with your friends any old you know conversation and then people are actually hearing it you know all across the world that's crazy (laughs) so it's just you know we're glad that people actually enjoy listening to our stupid stuff because a lot of times we come in there and sometimes we just look at each other like so what are we talking about today don't know until we actually turn on (laughs) to record so it's um crazy that people actually like hearing that but it's still a growing experience i should say
1: and i love it because you just added to what i've been telling people the longest it's something about when you push record it just comes out Mm -hmm. like we talked about i said some things i want to hit on as far as you know why you podcast and things like that but as the show go on it's just gonna come out that we just gonna You know, you know, just start talking, and it won't even a part of a script or any bullet points, and it's it's weird how that works.
0: Mm -hmm. Because I think in the beginning we took it. A lot more serious, just as far as like, okay, if we're gonna have something that we put out, we just don't want it to be bullshit, excuse my language, but you know, we would kind of have an idea as to what we wanted, but I think I'm just a more organized person. Jakora will say all the time, like, I probably got on her nerves, (laughs) even now, like, just how I would be like, okay, I wanna touch on this, this, that, and the third, but over time we've kind of both gotten more relaxed we'll say like you know the portion that we usually talk about after all the current events will you know have something that we want to touch on or something that kind of hit home over the last two weeks that we haven't recorded and that we wanted to speak about but for the most part it just flows and that's something i think a lot of people don't understand especially that maybe just starting out podcasting or whatever but it's just just hit record and it just kind of happens no matter what you had planned. So it, it changes.
1: Yeah, y'all have a week. dope, dope dynamic. And, and that was going to be one of the, that's The other question then, too, is how did you and Ja'Cora link up?
0: Oh, we talked about this. We had an episode, too. That was our second episode after the first one that we put out. <laughs> that was all over the place <laughs> but we talked about Jacore and i have actually been friends for a very long time i would probably say over 10 years now okay. but a uh, crazy thing is her dad dated my aunt for well over 10 years when we were kids mm, but we okay. never really i knew of her and her sister and her sister they grew up as siblings with my cousin so it's like i knew of them and Jaquara but I just never really officially met her until maybe about 10 years ago and that's the start of our actual friendship but I always joke like me and Jaquara are basically cousins (laughs) (laughs) exactly I always joke about that like we're cousins you know even though they're not together anymore but I'm like shit you know all of my family all of my family knows her so we're cousins so that's basically how it was so I think that kind of just it felt like well, of course we'll do a show together because, you know, we talk all the time and when they brought it to us, like, okay, maybe you should start a podcast. It just felt comfortable to do it with her.
1: Nice. And I think
0: it worked so far.
1: Yeah, I agree. I definitely <laughs> agree. Like I said, you you know I chime in. You, I, I chime in a lot. And like you said, Dude. I definitely give you your feedback. <laughs> like, hey, man, y'all dope, man. We you gonna be on the show? <laughs> Six <laughs> months like- later, Murph, but hey, we gonna make it happen.
0: <laughs> but yeah thank you you definitely have been a huge supporter like you know we haven't really I think you know Jadon from the Egos and Opinions podcast ah
1: yeah he kind
0: of put me on to a couple of the Houston area podcasts so yeah but you definitely been rocking with us for a long time thank
1: you oh absolutely and I know what it's like though coming into this podcast game starting without really having any type of support or really knowing anybody and and yeah. after a while it's kind of like oh you know ra- ra- random tandem huh so <laughs> how did y'all come up with the name was it like an instant like oh random tandem like give us a story behind that
0: um i actually used to call Jacore and i random tandem back in the day because <laughs> we just like we're random as hell and tandem obviously so it just i don't know one day i just called us that and then Because I was actually looking back on one of my Instagram posts from years ago. And one of the hashtags that I put under one of our pictures was like random tandem. So Mm. it's been around way before like the podcast. But um, just how random we are. It just kind of felt right. That's just who we are. Mm. We're random. Usually we go out together. We talk all the time on our show. How We've had very twisted nights where we just out here in the world drunk, crazy, you know, so... Um, that just kind of stuck And nice. I think it just fits our show too So it just kind of works
1: Nice, nice, nice And there's it's some things too That, and this can be random But I know uh, <laughs> One of the, maybe two episodes ago You was talking about Mark Cuban And how they brought, I think that's part of the Black Magic where they brought in yeah. The interim CEO Right do you have a, a love for sports as well?
0: I do. <laughs> Ja'Cora will say all the time, like, you'll probably hear her make jokes about stuff on the show, and you can't see me side-eyeing her because Ja'Cora <laughs> don't know nothing about sports. But I actually have always liked sports. I grew up around a lot of guys in my family, mm-hmm. and obviously they love sports. Um, I used to watch sports with my dad. so. It's just something that I've always enjoyed. I can't tell you. I'm not one of those chicks that knows the ins and outs of everything, and I will never claim to be that. Right, right. But I enjoy watching sports. Like right now, this is my favorite time of year. March Marsh Madness, Madness, yes, ma'am. There's always something to watch. Like you know, Virginia got upset, Ooh. so it's just a good time of year. Yeah. It really
1: is. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And, and, and like you said, and I and I wanted to tie some sports to some current events and, and get of course. and and get your perspective. So I don't know if you heard about OJ talking down about Colin Kaepernick saying he will always stand up for the flag.
0: Mm, no, I actually didn't hear that. When was this? I what? recently heard about that interview where he basically confessed, but I didn't hear about that. When was this?
1: This was um, I believe a couple of days ago.
0: Oh.
1: He thought okay. Yeah, he thought he made a bad choice in attacking the flag, quote unquote, about Colin Carpenter. And I just wanted to get your thoughts, if you had any on that before we talk about the OJ confessing. Uh that went as well, so I want to hit on that too.
0: Be you know, time. I think you know, and OJ to me, he's such a coon. Excuse me, but <laughs> <laughs> something about him, like you know, even last year when they had like the series on TNT, the story of OJ and all that kind of stuff, like he's always been one of them tap dancing ass niggas to me. <laughs> Facts. Like, the whole purpose behind kaepernick's protest wasn't the flag and i think when i hear like especially when black people say it i right. just like so you're missing the point too like it's not about that it's about standing up for figuratively speaking like the inequality and that's what it was from and even if you ask kaepernick excuse me he's even said in interviews like he actually spoke with a soldier that came out and told him like look That's a little disrespectful, but if you want to still show respect for the flag while doing your own protest, kneel. And that's what he did. So (laughs) I don't understand how people are picking apart and making this something bigger than what it is when it's not. Like he'll say flat out, like, no, I was told that I was being disrespectful by sitting all together. Mm -hmm. So I'm still honoring the flag, but I'm still protesting in my own way. So I'm going to kneel. And I don't know how people are still confusing that. And OJ can OJ need to be back where he was. Like <laughs> he's been out here a while and like since he got out of prison. It's like what's wrong with him? <laughs> he's
1: nuts. Uh that and that's why I, I that's why I was saying, as far as him confessing, coming out, I, like you said, he up and down with it. He letting you know but he trying to downplay it. it
0: he is out here wilding and he's been out here with these snow bunnies again. It's like, so you didn't learn your lesson. Like, I, I, okay. I, I got it.
1: Okay. I can't. <sighs> and I'm glad you said that.
0: <laughs> Welcome to
1: the flagrant too.
0: Man, that nigga is stupid. I, I can't.
1: So, will he ever get his black card back?
0: doubt it and especially not since that interview because it's like i think niggas always knew that he did it but you know we just needed a win so bad that we were looking to like hold on to this like okay even though we know he did it right we're just gonna still keep this because we don't want to prove anything wrong to these people that they already think about us but he did it And he'll never get his car back now Because especially since he done came out Of jail he out here getting drunk Partying with these snow bunnies Acting a fool like he he Just completely he's no longer invited to the Cookout (laughs) He's he's out of there
1: So and I want to hit This too so you talked about snow bunnies So what if your cousin came in And said yo I don't Really date Black women like do do you Have a problem or issue with Us as black men not dating our race?
0: I don't. But you asking the right person because my family gonna be racially ambiguous in the next generation. I'm probably the only hope in my family to have some brown (laughs) kids. So I don't have a problem with it. I really don't. But I've always said like my issue has never been with black men or you know, anything like that. My issue has been with people in general that say that they only date a certain race. Gotcha. And then they use that as a way to bash another race. And that's kind of where it differs i feel like with black men because sometimes black men won't just say oh i prefer to date white women they'll say because black women are xyz and that's what i don't like because it's like if that's your preference let it be your preference because like i said most of my male cousins i got a cousin that's married to an asian woman one of my cousins only dates white women or you know, racially ambiguous, exotic looking. So, I mean, I don't have a problem with that. You love who you love, but just don't bash someone else as a consequence because I'd be damned if I heard any of my cousins say that they only date these people because black women are this. Mm. I'd be like, so, "Okay, so my outspoken black ass, what am I then?" So, it's just I think it like it's kind of murky waters when you have this conversation because a lot of times men that have these preferences to date outside of their race, they don't realize that they're also bashing black women. Mm -hmm. And that's like, you know, if you weren't doing that, I don't think any black woman would have a problem with it. It's just don't use your preference as a way to say, okay, well, black women are, you know, we don't listen. We're too loud. We're this, that, and the third. So don't do that. And then, you know, you can be happy, love who you love. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's just, you kind of, Teetering into different territory here When you have those conversations Because a lot of time people don't want to own up to the fact That what they're doing As a consequence or to justify it That's what's wrong Not the fact that you're dating somebody outside of your race That's not the problem
1: Earlier in the show Black magic was what? On it up to whatever <laughs> yeah. Didn't we just say that?
0: We did <sighs> I Don't know to do it <laughs>
1: I do. And my listeners are like, okay, Murph, that was a dope question. Hey, right, man, welcome to the flag with two. I keep telling y'all this is an open, recorded conversation that we don't know where it's going to lead to. So, but no, and that's one thing I, I respect uh, about you. One, because you are outspoken. Two, you are in the business world. And how do you feel with your position that you're being treated amongst your peers? or in your uh, in your industry
0: that's interesting so what's funny is that I just saw an article I think I was on Facebook yesterday and there was an article that came out about a black woman talking about her experience in corporate America and there were so many points in that article that hit home because i think that's one of the things that a lot of us now as black women that are in corporate environments are kind of being more vocal about mm-hmm. because it's been tough it really has it still is you know no matter right. how many black lives matter protests or anything like that that we have there are still going to be certain spaces that aren't tapped into that have that inclusion completely right. you know like we're allowed, but there's still things that we have to be aware of as Black women. Like one of the points in the, um article that hit home for me was the fact that even just having to change your tone at work, like right. you know, on the podcast, even now, like I'm very outspoken, I'm animated, you know, I curse a lot. Yes, same characteristics
1: as the big homie. Oh, could tell you, I just want to. Start
0: <laughs> not even out of anger, but you know, I'm just who I am, passionate and it's person. Work.
1: Huh? You're a passionate person about I everything am. you do.
0: I really am. And I noticed that when I'm at work, um, though, as the article said, I'm a watered down version of myself. You know, I'm still very outspoken. You know, I talk a lot, but I am not one to be... I don't like small talk or pointless conversations. I could say like I could shoot the shit with you all day, but I don't like dumb shit. I say that on our show all the time. So it's like stuff like um, I give the example of a couple years ago. Um, well, this is a few years ago now. When Jordan Davis, um, down in Florida, he was the young man that was killed for playing his music too loud.
1: Right, right.
0: Friends, when he was uh killed, they had his trial. When his um trial was going on you know that hit home like me and my friends we talked a lot about that because you know that was you know after the Trayvon Martin incident and things like that so to go to work and to be the only person that looks like you and you can't even really express those emotions of how hurt or upset you are meanwhile I think this was around the time um and this actually may be a different occurrence unfortunately but this was around the time when Dwayne Way got traded to Uh, the bulls a couple years ago and i remember something had happened and i can't i don't want to say it was the jordan davis incident so i'm mixing two different instances here but i went to work that next day and they were talking about dwayne wade coming to the bulls but something very critical and i'm mad that i can't think of exactly what happened but something happened in the black community that was just terrible and i'm like Staying there, just shooting the shit like nothing ever happened, and meanwhile, I'm going through all these emotions, mm. and I can't express that because I'm one of the only people in the workplace that looks like me. Mm. Oh it, it's it's hard You know you right. said more specifically Like a black woman I've had instances Where you know I have to worry about Okay well is my hair too offensive Like is my hair too big today Or how is my hair work You know because those even something As simple as that becomes a conversation In the workplace like oh you Your hair looks really nice or Oh your hair is different today or You cut your hair oh is that a weave Like mm. you know so stuff like that Is what we have to kind of be cognizant about in the workplace and i'm just over it to be honest you talked about like you know just being an entrepreneur and things like that i'm learning that for me myself i need to be out of the traditional corporate environment because i'm tired of wearing that mask of you know oh yeah oh hey how was your weekend oh it was good yeah i didn't really do too much and you know i may have had some major shit going on yeah (laughs) and i want you to hear about it (laughs) Yeah, so y'all don't want to hear about it. So it's just, I'm thinking a lot of people, people in corporate, um, you know, people of color more specifically. I think we're kind of noticing that there are certain spaces that we probably need to create for ourselves. Facts. Then kind of, you know, assimilating to these cultures that haven't really changed yet. Because I thought a couple years ago when I first cut my hair off. That it was going to be fine. Like, you know, this is when people, black women specifically, were going natural. And, you know, we were doing our thing, learning how to do twist styles, even though they was looking terrible. But it was just that type of time. And I'm like, okay, this will be no problem for me to cut my hair. But then when I went back to my internship that following summer, that was like the top of a conversation. Like, oh, tell her that her hair is just a little bit too unprofessional. It's like, how? Because I got a little afro. Like, you know, so stuff like that i think we're getting tired of but it's still present so we still got to deal with it and it's unfortunate
1: well just like kanye said on one of his tracks racism still alive they just be concealing concealing it (laughs)
0: they They really do and it comes out in the most passive aggressive ways and that's another thing because I'd rather somebody just tell me flat out some shit versus you just like being passive aggressive because that's the easiest way to piss me off and that's why I'm like it's getting to a point now where I'm done being nice <laughs> at work sometimes so that's how I know it's time for me to go. And that's why it's, I'm
1: laughing as Dot, because I'm the same way. I'm like I'm 35. I am too grown to be you know what um, let's go have a seat and talk about your appearance. Hey uh, bro, your hair needs to be this, you know, just come straight, just like you said, don't yeah. shoot the shit, just be honest.
0: Yeah, come straight. About that experience, was they told my mentor, who just so happened to be black, they told her to tell me, so it was like, Oh, wow, so
1: you,
0: can, you gotta get my mentor to tell me. So it was just a mess, but that was that was at a completely different company, but just the fact that. Even when I worked there, I loved working there. So I was like, Oh, they're great, you know, they have diversity, you know, but it's just like they still feel a way about us in some of these spaces. So power
1: it's time to do
0: stuff for ourselves.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 it just and like you said, I I'm you know, I'm not, you know, a racist person or I believe that, you know, downgrade any other You know Nationality Or ethnicity But as a black person Or people of color Are Especially with confidence Or passionate As we are That's intimidating That is a sign of strength And they Don't know how to understand Or There's just It's just something about that It's intimidating them For whatever reason And that's not good It shouldn't be that way But Oh well
0: Right.
1: So no, I, I applaud you sister fighting that good fight under those circumstances.
0: <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. I take plenty of personal days. I know they like this shit to work. <laughs> <laughs> some days I'll be like, um, I need a day, so I'm just gonna work from home or and luckily I have that option, but some days it's just too much. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I appreciate you sharing that on the flagrant too and with me because I think our voice isn't heard enough when they have HR or people that's doing more surveys and things like that. I really don't think they take that into consideration. They'll bring in diversity people far right. as you know, different cultures, but far as the environment, they still want it to be just like everybody else. So that's yeah. really a lack of diversity anyway.
0: And what I've noticed just at least... Even in these environments, I think that they think bringing in more white women (laughs) is diverse because I've noticed even sometimes where they say like, oh, you know, we're voted one of the highest diversified companies and this is not. But then when you look at the roster, it's like, okay, so you're bringing in more women, which is great, obviously. But then they're not women of color. so is it really diverse you're just diversifying the gender but you're not necessarily bringing in people of color who often share completely different experiences so my experience isn't going to be like a white woman's experience because they still in a way have a leg up so it's weird how these companies don't see that
1: that's why i respect you thinking outside the box that's the only way (laughs) you're gonna make it in in, in today's quote-unquote corporate world until you branch out and do your own thing. So right. I have one person that I want to hit on. And I wanted to ask you as far as like entrepreneurship, as far as the brand, and what you kind of see yourself doing as far as your brand, not only individually, but together with your core, with your podcast. So Ava mm-hmm. DuVernay, give her a huge shout out as well. The dope, dope uh-huh. director. She got the wrinkle in time. And she also got a new uh, opportunity or a new uh, spot to do the superhero film uh, with the new go- with new gods. I saw that. That woman right there possess, f- f- in my eyes, power.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And people like yourself, that's up and coming. I bring her up because that's more like somebody that can inspire. Us as people of color, but in this instance, as a woman of color who is outspoken, who is passionate about their craft, what can you say about her that will keep you motivated and elevating to your endeavors?
0: Ooh, that's a loaded question. Um, we talk about her a lot on our show, and I, you know, a lot of times I know I listen. <laughs> we talk about her. Oprah, Shonda, like those three women especially, we call them our aunties, but they, they are inspirations. And Ava, like she has um Queen Sugar, which is another show that we love on yep. that we talk about all the time, but she's come out a lot more lately just talking about her story which i think is very inspiring because you know we see like the wrinkle in time we see you know how she's doing all these great things but she recently i think in an article she said that she didn't even start it until she was like she didn't pick up a camera until she was like 32. Mm -hmm. and that in itself is inspiring because sometimes people have worked their whole lives for these things and are still doing it which is still great but i think what speaks to her is just the fact that she's still so unapologetic in the way that she does it right you know even wrinkle in time it's who would have thought that that book i think a lot of us have read that book at some point or the other in school but who would have thought that a video or an on-screen adaptation of that would be mostly women of color like so just something as small as that I think that's what's so great about her because a lot of times I think over the last couple of years especially in film you didn't really see that I think Hollywood was still kind of like oh do we bring in some of these niggas?" like you know not even to make jokes about it but it was kind of like you may have had one or two people in a film or you never really saw a predominantly colorful cast so what's great about her is she's unapologetic in the way that she does it she's like no we're gonna have women i think uh queen sugar all of the directors not specifically women of color but they're all women Mm -hmm. so she's very bold with just how she says like no these are demographics that aren't tapped into and i want to touch that and that's inspiring to me just because of the fact that you know i spoke about my experience at work it's something that to inspire to like really just you know even if I don't necessarily have a plan or if this podcast and knock on wood but if it didn't work out it would still say to me like you know I could still do something and even if I don't think that it's the traditional way of doing it it's still possible and she's proof of that
1: right 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 so yeah just and like you said that's powerful we definitely need that so as Mm -hmm. far as your endeavors what is it that you want to do far as the s dot brand
0: (laughs) the s dot brand i think you know just from sharing my experiences because i went i say all the time on our show like i had the untraditional route i dropped out of college i went back i graduated when Or I went back to school when most of my friends were graduating their last year. So I always felt like I was a little bit more delayed, especially compared to my friends because I'm biased. But my group of friends are amazing, you know, so trying to kind of catch up with them almost, you know, it felt like I needed to do something more. And even though I don't regret my journey, From working in the field that I've been in, which is finance, for the last couple of years, I noticed that that's just not my calling. I love numbers. I love finance. But over the last few years, I have been kind of working on my way to transition out to my own business of financial literacy for people of color. Because I feel like that's something Mm. that... We don't have, right. you know. I know a lot of people, even on Instagram, you'll see people like, "Oh, repair your credit and this, this, and that." But a lot of times, people don't really have the background to support that, right. not shade their business, because a <laughs> lot of people actually go to those people. But right, I think it's one thing to know how to do your credit or have somebody else do it, but it's another to kind of understand not only how to fix your credit, but how to build that wealth. So that we can have communities of generational wealth. And I think that's where the shift is kind of happening now where we're paying attention to that more. Because it's like, okay, these people at work or these people at these companies don't really care about us. You know, they say they do. But at the end of the day, we're still working to make them money. And I think the shift is happening to where we want something for ourselves. And that starts with just knowing what to do with money. Because I'll be the first to say that. When I first got my first job, I just thought it was just about, okay, I got money, I can buy this little coach purse, I can buy this rockwear jacket, or, you know, I didn't know what to do with it. So that's my goal, hopefully, to branch out, expand, start my own financial literacy company. Nice. Um, It's to help people that look like me because that's what's important to me. So I like the finance piece, but I want to do it for myself where I'm also helping someone else. And that's ultimately what I want to do.
1: And that's the beauty of that because, one, like you said, most of us don't, not most, some of us don't have the background, the experience. And what you learn from the corporate world is something that you can implement to your You know company and your business That's why I tell people even though We don't want to be in corporate world We can still gain contacts We can still gain knowledge Mm
0: -hmm. And And that's why I say Like my time In it although like I had an internship All through college Even the first few years that I've worked in corporate But I won't Say to anybody Like if you have that opportunity Take it because I will say That I've gained skills networks of people that i probably would have never had access to if i didn't right. so i think there are some people that are completely against it but i'm not one of those people if you take in advantage of something even in in the back of your mind you're like i'm gonna take these skills and i'm gonna run with it do it like right. that's there's nothing wrong with that at all but for sure there are networks and positives of working in these environments but if you know that this is not for you take what you can learn from it and then go Right. Cause that's my plan. Yeah. For
1: sure. yeah. Especially all the black folks, you know, black folks don't got good credit. They had stuff putting they you know, in their name and they was two and five. <laughs> yeah, that that's
0: sad. That really is
1: sad. Yeah. It sad. messes us up. Messes us up later on down the road. Well, Again, yeah, this is just what we hear you mm-hmm. know, as far as black folks not having good credit. Yeah. And lastly. <laughs> As far as the podcast Mm -hmm. What's next For Random Tandem Podcast and again Congratulations on being on The platform iHeartRadio Which is dope
0: Uh, What's next You know I think being in this podcasting thing it's so easy to like compare what you're doing to somebody else you know it's mm-hmm. it's healthy competition but at the same time i think Jacore and i are still getting a feel for our niche, you know, I think we have found it and we're trying to expand on that. So you know, just continuing to bring content about things that are important to us. Like I said, we talk a lot about self-care and wellness. jacora's in the beauty industry. So she does nice. hair and makeup. She's amazing at it. Um I'm in the financial side of the house. So two completely different realms, but I feel like even that speaks to how People can be total opposites in a sense, but still have that focus of wanting to be better for themselves, the people around them. And that's kind of what our show kind of encompasses outside of like the bull. So (laughs) I think just focusing on that, you know, we definitely want to get more out into just networking with other pods. I feel like we're doing that. Mm-hmm. Um but just to grow our base. Like, you know, we've gotten a lot of love like from you. We've had people all over basically. Wow. And that was surprising cuz I don't think either one of us expected that. We just thought that oh, this is going to be a podcast that people in Milwaukee listen to and you know, that is our core listen base too, but it's it's kind of bigger than that, too. And we want to kind of touch into that by reaching out to people like you in the Houston area or, you know, we got people out in Atlanta and yeah. things like that it's just it's a lot bigger than what we expected it to be. So I think we're just trying to get our bearings together and just grow on that and what we feel is good for our show and what people have reached out and said, oh, we love listening to. So mm-hmm. I think that's the main goal.
1: That's what's up And then you got Chicago When you work out there And you know So you you gonna You gonna saturate The Midwest pretty good Huh
0: Um We're hoping (laughs) A little baby podcast But we're hoping To kind of grow it To where we At least feel That it's something It's a success to us Even if it's not Like wildly successful But I think we have Our own goals For the show And I, I think that's What we're working on Right now
1: world hey make sure you check random tandem podcast out with this <laughs> s dot and jacor shout out to her again look forward to, shout out to me. oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah so yeah y'all just make sure y'all check them out if you want to just um just give your social handles and where they can find the show
0: yeah we are Random Tandem Podcast we release every other Tuesday so we'll have an episode dropping this coming Tuesday probably the day after this drops Um, you can find us on social media Random Tandem Podcast on Instagram Random Tandem Pod on Twitter and our email if you have any questions or things you want to hear us talk about Random Tandem Podcast at gmail.com and then of course our website which is the same namesake so check us out
1: check them out (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, do, do I have to say it again The Big Homie Stamp of Approval Random Tandem Podcast Again use self care Black magic Even a little ranting You know shoot the shit Hey whatever But you're going to have a good 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 time Tuning in and listening Whew boy Hey S Dot You know I appreciate your sister You know that
0: Thank you for having me
1: Absolutely Absolutely Well y'all already know You can find a Big Homie on Twitter N-I-G At isdmurf. Email isdmurf At Yahoo.com You can find the show On most platforms Like My sister here S-Dot On iHeartRadio And y'all already know How I close the show Don't lose yourself With life problems Stay strong And fight the good fight It's a lot going on Day in And day out man it's a grind don't lose the vision fight the good fight you did it again Setting trees like you wanted to win Fighting a good fight, sick of the sins Connecting dots now with all the pins We just trying to
0: be good men I do my way, and I love my kids I never let them down, never let them frown Never let a clown take a crown Hit me cause I'm brown, that's okay so I got the blood of a king, we in the dream ain't all with it seems Try to turn us to fiends, we drown in the streams while we chasing that green It's all about the dollar
1: bill, y'all yeah. And stop chasing that thrill, y'all. These police trying to kill y'all. I'm just here trying to <laughs> heal y'all. So listen as we work. Dropping them gems now. Rocking with b murph Tuning in as
0: we get it in. So in, being better, men. We so adamant I'm about the culture. Sick of these vultures. We in the game now. Watch how we coach ya. Keep the guns in the holster. Love is life and that's how we approach ya. <laughs>